Hallelujah. Amen. But it's amazing that today is the fourth day. And I want to say something very important. You have received much over the past three days. If for some reason your church doesn't change, I fear for you. Because if you have an infection, and we give you all the infection, uh, antibiotics, and the infection doesn't go away, I just say it is cancer, you will die. It's not infection again, it's something it's more than it's a cancer. Because if after all this, you have heard from very seasoned ministers and all of them that are here they all have big cathedrals i mean nobody of the speakers here has a small church all of them are thousand thereabouts so if these ones who have spoken to you can't change your life and ministry. So if these men have spoken and your church still doesn't change, tap your neighbor and say, maybe it's cancer. <laughs> and cancer a problem. I like infection to cancer. I like infection. That one, I can take a bombet to, <laughs> to solve it. But cancer is either chemotherapy or other dangerous drugs which also have a, a negative effect on the body. So I'm expecting that there'll be change. Oh, oh, are you not expecting change in your church? I'm expecting change in my church. Even though my church is growing, I'm expecting an accelerated growth in the next few weeks. Amen. Amen. Because of what we have heard. And, and my pastors have heard my voice. But now they've heard four other voices so, bringing new impartation and new revelation. So I expect my church also to change. And if they don't change, I'm going to find anti-cancer medicine for my pastors. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But the good news is you have one more chance for another dose of medicine. And um, every time I'm in this area passing by and I see this building, I just am amazed at the wisdom of our father, the prophets, to build these buildings around the world. It is, an, it is an unusual wisdom 
to build. And build everywhere. And it takes a special anointing to be able to build in a foreign country. And today we have a short video clip about his ministry that I'll show you sometime during the day. You'll be amazed at the extent of our father's ministry. You think you know him, but you don't know him. You have heard his name. You know his picture and his face. But you don't know him. I will tell you who he is. He is the most anointed pastor in the country and even in the world today. I don't say so because I belong to him. But I say so based on the fruit of his works. Wisdom is justified of by her children. And it says in Mark chapter 6, what, might, what wisdom is this? That such mighty works are done. What man has as this kind of, not an American man or a British man or a German man, but a Ghanaian man who can have this wisdom to build around the world. He's a great anointed man of God. And I'm so happy that he's my father and the prophet in my life. Put your hands together. My pastor, my father, my prophet. My spiritual father is, is my everything. And, and as I follow him, I'm becoming significant. And that's what Paul said. Follow me as I follow somebody. That is my invitation this morning. Follow me as I follow somebody. And you too, you become significant. Wherever you are planted, wherever you are stationed, wherever you find yourself, no matter how remote or how dark your corner, when a light is put on, you will be seen. I said you will be seen. You will be the biggest church in your area. The most significant church in your area. When your MP, your chief executive is looking for a pastor, you are the one who will come and call. When they want a hall to use, your building is what they are coming to use. Because God will lift you up. God will lift you up. And the Bible says when God wants to do something good to a man, he will give you a prophet. He will give you a prophet. And this, our father, he's more than a prophet. Words he spoke years ago, we can see them happening literally before our eyes. And I'm very, very happy this morning that the one coming to speak is a son of our father. 
If I say he's my brother, it's not anything. But he's a son of our father. He's the son of the prophet. He's the son of the evangelist. He's the son of this house. So he carries something on him. When you come from a kitchen where they are frying fish, and you so come out, we smell fish on you. And that is why there's a smell of the anointing of the Father on him. I want us to, this morning, giving honor to whom honor is due, giving glory to God, thanking our Father. Please welcome up Bishop Nasib Haj. Bishop Nasib Haj. It's a privilege to be here once again. Thank you, Bishop Patrick, for allowing me to be here to be a speaker in the conference. Hallelujah. I believe that this morning God is about to bless you. We've received so much great blessings from the whole of the time we started the conference. It has been awesome, very powerful, and very gracious for. Amen. Are you blessed to be here? God is about to bless us. Thank you, God. Father, let's pray. Father, we want to thank you for this morning. Thank you that we have availed ourselves to do your work. Thank you for bringing us together one more time this morning. And Father, today being the final day, we pray that your grace will be upon us. Host of angels, I welcome you all. Thank you that you have arrived here. And Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence always. Use me mightily. And declare your word this morning. Change and transform hearts. And bless their ministries. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap for Jesus. And take your seat. Hallelujah. Isaiah, Isaiah 8.18. I started with you with Isaiah 8.18. Hello. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord had given me are for signs and for wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts which dwelleth in Mount Zion. Hallelujah. I am very happy. Isaiah is able to tell us Proudly, that as a, us 
the children of Israel, we are for signs and wonders. I said today, some of you will be for signs and wonders. Why was Isaiah saying so? They have seen miracles upon miracles. They have seen the Red Sea open into two. They have seen a pillar of cloud coming to them to protect them. A pillar of fire coming in the night to lead them and give them and give them life. They have seen the miracles that Moses have performed. It says, as for we the children of Israel, we are for signs and wonders. Look, I tell you, anyone who is born again, who has avail himself to do the work of God. I want to tell you that you are for signs and wonders. I want to tell you that you are for signs and wonders. Miracles will take place. The faith that you are carrying, the belief that you have in God to serve God, you are a sign and a wonder as you are sitting here. I see you to be a sign and a wonder as you are sitting here. In the name of Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 Paul also experienced some sign and a wonder. Paul also Amazingly, he, 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 he has seen miracles upon miracles. The disciples also signs, saw signs and wonders. No, one verse 9. First Corinthians chapter 1. Corinthians 1 9. Corinthians 1 9. 1 Corinthians 1 9. Yes. God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ. Our Lord. God is what? Faithful. Why would God call you? Why will you be a child of God? And God will not use you. God will certainly use you. God will certainly be with you. That's why Jesus said, as I go, I will leave you with the Holy Spirit. The comforter will come. But you need something. Most of these people who worked with signs and wonders, they were not just by themselves. They had to grow. They had to develop themselves. They had to receive some unction. A certain power had to come upon them. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, for you to be able to perform some of these signs and wonders, you must not be an ordinary man. You must be able to hear from God. You must be able to speak and things will happen. And they don't just happen like that. So I like how God puts it. In the book of Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. So today, I am sharing with you from one of our powerful father's books, Steps to the Anointed. For you to be able to operate in signs and wonders. For you to be able to be a pastor. For you to be able to lead people. Leading people is not just an ordinary person who can just lead people. It is true that you want to avail yourself to lead people. But you can't just lead people when the anointing is not upon you. You need the anointing. Tell somebody the anointing. 
when the anointing rests upon you, it makes a difference. Hallelujah. Amen. So I believe that in this conference, somebody must live with the anointing. Every message that has come to you so far, God is developing you to bring the anointing upon you. So you will certainly live here with the anointing in Jesus' name. I was happy that yesterday in the night we had the anointing for most of you. And that's what the Lord ministered to me last night. I was coming to share on something else. And the Lord said, no. Let my people know that they need the anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. Things don't just happen. So the Bible says that then he answered and spake unto me, saying, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might. Not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. One day I was traveling on, on, on the main road, and then we saw that a car has stopped on the road, and the people in the car had gotten down. And they were pushing the car. They were pushing the car. So I was wondering what was happening. That is it that the engine is broken down? Is it what is the problem with the car that the people are all pushing the car? So I saw ahead of us that they have been pushing the car for a certain distance. And there was a filling station right in front there. So just when I branched into the filling station to use the washroom, this car also, they would push and they also arrived there. And they pushed this straight to the filling dump. <laughs> and they put some fuel inside. And the car now restarted. I said, hey! The car with everything. The engine is working. Ties are on. The car looks posh, beautiful car. The passengers inside. Passengers in the had to push the car. I was What was the problem? Problem saying the guy was believing his car. Trusting the car that the car can reach a certain filling station before he fails. But unfortunately, it stopped. Fuel. The, the anointing that you need for your ministry is coming upon you. You see, you can have everything in ministry. You can know the word. You can know, I mean, wisdom for counsel. You can have everything that you need. But there are some particular things that you need to understand. When you understand them, ministry becomes easy. In a way, it becomes easy. Because of the anointing, it is coming to rest upon you. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here with me? So, number one, you must be anointed because no one can fulfill his ministry by natural might or by human power but only by the spirit. True ministry will be successful only by the power of the Holy Spirit. A false ministry operates at the level of a school teacher, a lecturer, or a motivational speaker. 
Decide to become an anointed person and to enter into ministry, into true ministry. You have to minister or start your ministry with the power of God. I always hear the testimony of our father that when the anointing came and he was preaching in the church for the first time somebody was able to identify that your preaching has changed so you can be a minister alright you can be doing the work of God alright but without the anointing there are some specific things that cannot be identified with you it must be clear that this person is anointed. Is he's anointed. She's anointed. Through some signs and through how ministry is done, you will see that the person who has this church is building the church gradually and he's doing well because of the anointing. Without the anointing, your church can never do well. As an individual, without the anointing, many things cannot happen to you. I remember the first time I had faith alright. I believe God alright. And I remember seeing the scripture that if you speak to the mountain and the mountains will move into the sea. And I was wondering where the anointing is. When I became born again, I told you some stories about myself. I have died and I've seen the bright light. How the prophet, prophet Kakra Bedin prayed for me. I didn't believe in the falling down, the anointing, and I fell down. And then I got up and I said, truly, there's some anointing. But in all this, as I was trying to follow God and serve God, and trying to follow our church light us to be to be a shepherd and work for the Lord. I was all the time redrawing. Even amidst all the circumstances that I've gone through, I was always backing out. I was redrawing. I was always redrawing. Hello? I. Why was I redrawing? I didn't know that I lacked something. The reason why I felt that I couldn't fit was because of the anointing. Number two. I'll be telling you. You must be anointed because even Jesus Christ waited to be anointed before beginning his ministry. Luke 321. Now, now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized, praying, the heavens was opened, and the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape, like a dove upon him, and a voice from heaven, which said, Thou art my beloved son, indeed I am well pleased. And Jesus himself began to be about 30 years of age, being as was supposed, the son of Joseph. 
na yesu free ne juma na se no na wadi beye mfinhia duasa na obu no se oye joseph ba this event marked the beginning of the ministry of Jesus Christ. Up until the age of 30, we do not hear of him. From this time, when the Holy Spirit, the anointing, descended on him, Jesus began to preach, to teach, and to heal. I would like to add a third point. Then I will come into the areas that I have to explain. It says, that, listen, it says, the third point says, you must be anointed because even the apostles were asked to wait for the Holy Spirit. The anointing before beginning their ministry and being assembled together with them commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem but wait for the promise of the Father which said he ye have heard of me hallelujah amen what kind of ministry do you think you will have without the Holy Spirit. Even the great apostles who walked with Christ needed to receive the anointing in order to make it in ministry. This is a fact. It is true that God has called me. It is true that God has called you. And you have the edge of doing the work of God. But doing the work of God becomes very difficult if the oil is not on you. So Jesus Christ knows it. And he knew it. And when Jesus Christ was working on this earth, the signs and the wonders that he performed, all the disciples who were following enjoyed the blessing of the Father who was present with them. He sent them to, in twos, go and preach. And when they went, they came rejoicing. That no, demons are fleeing. They said demons are fleeing. It is working. But all along, they had not received the anointing. Amazingly. It, it was the anointing from Jesus Christ that they were benefiting from. The protection from the Father can help you to be in ministry. But individually, you need to also receive the oil so that your ministry will also move to another level. So some of our people are hiding under the senior pastors. And because your covering is upon them, they seem to be doing well. But they don't even pray one hour. They are not even praying two hours. They don't pray three hours. But their church is somehow doing well. A certain level of grace has come upon them. It is because of your presence. But your ministry can change when the oil comes upon you. Somebody's ministry is changing. When the oil comes upon you, even though you have the covering of your father, your ministry will start doing well. In the name of Jesus, so individually you need the oil so that you can do well hallelujah amen they were with Jesus they were doing well Demons moved but when Jesus was leaving he says look now when I go 
you need my spirit with you if not you people you become dry as soon as Jesus left they said we are going to fish the disciples said the man when I pray for people they are not falling down the people the demons are not going again we are going to fish James and John they said Charlie we are joining you you will start seeking and going back into business you will be working for Pharaoh you will be building pitons and rapses you will start working in the world seriously because it's like you don't see any anointing on you because when you are with the father you will see some signs but as he is not there you can't operate anymore I say I prophesy over you you will operate from today in Jesus name because your level of anointing is coming upon you your grace is coming upon you for you to do well under your pastor for you to do well under your senior pastor in the name of Jesus something is happening to you something is happening to you as soon as Jesus told them that wait in the upper room and they gathered so Jesus had to reveal himself a second time to them and he said look do you love me Feed the ship. Peter said, you know, we love you, oh God. We love you, but I The when you went, is not there. We can't do anything. We can't even gather two people. When we go, we are going to talk to them. The people, they are going away. Tell them we are dry. Forgive us. That's why we went back to fish. He said, you love me. Tell them, feed the lamb. Go and wait in the upper room and now when you wait and the anointing comes your ministry has started hallelujah Amen. your ministry is starting in Jesus name so you have to lock yourself in the room you need the Macarius collection these books here come and pick them and take the book that I'm preaching to you now steps to the anointing this book is so marvelous that it has seven steps in every chapter to the anointing catch this book when you take this book and you hide yourself for some days of prayer something will happen to you I see something happening to you I see some grace coming to you hallelujah Amen. so that is why I discovered this because when I also joined the church and I was with our father I realized that I was under Prophet Kakra in Kumasi and we were doing well. We were bashing people. I mean, when we talk about AOFM and Basenta and things, I was one of the senior pastors who was doing it. We were bringing four Kufor buses. We were bringing, I don't know how the people were coming. Our father brings it down, it comes down, it drops down to prophet. I don't remember I was praying a lot, but passing people and then I was happy. But when times and season changed, transfers came and I was moved. And I was also moved to start a church. When I went to Bokrom, I said, hey, to start a church. I have not done some before. <laughs> so I decided to start a church. I started going around the area. Then I remember that prophet said that, look, you have to pray. And our prophet said that before you start a church, you have to pray 100 hours. I said, hey, I haven't done this 100 hours. So. 
I felt that the church that I was leading or the, uh, as I was passing people, the anointing was there. So so I ignored the hundred hours praying. <laughs> I went to the food myself. Look for the classroom, all right. Got a double classroom. We started in the church. Went around the whole area. I invited. There you will know whether you are anointed or not. Listen, Am I not the one who gathers people, Listen, bring them in buses? But how come that I have come into this area? I have moved street by street, lane by lane, moved to house by house, invited the people that this lighthouse has come here in Bokrom. We are meeting in this classroom. This is the place we are meeting this evening. We want to meet for our midweek service. We want to meet for prayer meeting. So we are meeting. Sunday service, we are coming to meet. Come. We are starting first service at 8 o'clock. Hey, that day I was very sad. When I went there, three grown ups, four children, with all the hard work. I said, this is all the level of the anointing I'm carrying. Oh God, have mercy for me. This church there, how will it work? In fact, I nearly ran away. I nearly resigned. I nearly ran. I just, just, I just wanted to opt out. And then I had to force. I said, look, let us sing. We started the first service. But when we close, I asked myself, is this church? Then the Lord spoke to me that where two or three are gathered. It's a church. It's a church. Where two or three are gathered. It's a church. Then the Lord ministered to me that I'm not doing something right. I need my own anointing to be able to lead a church. Because now I'm a leader. I want to lead people. I'm no more under a branch. I'm now for a branch. So now you are leading people. The covering of your father is there. But I said, Lord, this thing is hard. I have not decided that I want to do a church. I thought you have called me to come and help. But I'm starting this church there. I don't see the calling. The Lord said, your hundred hours you must pray. So we started praying. I started going there. In the church. Go and pray. I'll go there from three. In the afternoon. Pray to ten. When the traffic of Bokrom is really down. To eleven. Sometimes to twelve. And I'll go home. I started praying every night. Every for two weeks. Praying. Praying. And when I was praying, I was having a conversation with God. God, will this thing work? When do I go out to invite the people again? I was praying. I prayed all the hours that I had to pray. Then I said, Lord, you know something? I have a problem. Like the way Moses was telling you that I'm, I, I, I'm not fluent in speaking. But you have a problem. I look at Lighthouse, all the people that are mingling with, they are all graduates, they are all I mean, highly educated doctors, lawyers, but me, what am I? I am a, I am a specialized 
trained engineer. Because my father died when I was five years old. I struggled to take care of myself. It helps from left and right. Trying to come up in life. When they reopen school, I never go to school on time. I have to either be a taxi driver or work in the workshops for tips and money to get my school fees and go and pay. So when they open school, sometimes I go to school two weeks after they have reopened. And I had to look for money all the time. Rich people's children were in the school. And when they see my color, they say, hey, Obroni, you have money. I said, these people don't know how I'm suffering. They call me Boni Kare. And sometimes, when people are eating some sardine and some food, I feel shy to go and mingle with them because I don't have sardine in my chopbox. I don't have corned beef in my chopbox. At that time, the head of state, Colonel Kutu, a champion's son, I came to son, my classmate. And sometimes, he was my friend. He would open some sardine and I would enjoy and benefit some. And I realized that, associate yourself with some good friends who can give you some benefit. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey. Hey. Are you here with me? I will go and buy my Yokogari over there. My small money that I had one day. They told us that the revolution JJ uh, Rollins is collecting all the 50 CD notes. 50 notes and graphone in a year. I had put my 50 CD note under my trunk. Under Waiting for a very serious emergency before I'll use that 50 We should take them all out. I said, ah, I don't have any other money besides this 50 seconds. Oh God, what can I do? So I said, Lord, I can't take this money. I had the money in my pocket. As I was going to take it and then take a small receipt. Uh, all the people who were collecting receipts, I saw their receipts. They collected, they take the money. That it will be given back later or whatever. Then something spoke to my heart. Don't do it. The place you have been eating your yokogari. Go and give it to her and every day take credit on it. I said, wow! How's the clue? I jumped the wall. And to one who one, no. I went to the room. I said, oh, mommy, oh, mommy. this is my 50 CD note. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Every day when I come, we we'll write how much I'm collecting. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hey. Hey. That was how I escaped that collection of 50 CD notes. And to when so I saw myself that from there, I, could, I registered to go to university here. I went there the first time after paying. I, they said I was going to pay the school fees and then some money they were asking for. So I went there the first day when they called for lectures. I went there. And today and they cannot go to the school fees. I sat in the room. I said, hey, so when I finish paying this money, no, what, 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 what next? What next? I said, I can't survive here. I ran away. Went back to the polytechnic. Finished the polytechnic. I came back from school. I started working. I said, with me. Not me. What can I do? Then throughout the working, the company that I was working and with, the Lord promoted me. The Lord lifted me up. The company took me to Germany to go and specialize in a Monday training engineering school. And I, I said, me that I'm trying to go to the university. Today they've taken me to specialize in, in Germany, not in any school here. 
I went to Germany and specialized. I came back as a specialized engineer. I was promoted to be an assistant engineer. I started growing to become the engineer. I became the senior engineer. I became a director of the company. Now you say I should stop all this. To come and serve you. And look at me. I have resigned. I'm starting a church. I've, I said in my heart, I've come full time. I've started a church. Look at three people. And four children. Ah, God, I think I have to go back. I was behaving like John. I was behaving like Peter. I'll go back. Then I started praying that hundred hours in the church. I remember clearly. And as I was praying, one night, as I have debated that I cannot belong to all the scholars in the lighthouse church. I had a dream. And in the dream, the Lord said, the dream that you are having, I had three continuous dreams. The first one, I saw myself that I was asking God, why is it that I'm in lighthouse with all the scholars and doctors and engineers? No, I didn't tell me one lighthouse when near doctor What anointing am I carrying? You said we need the anointing. And I was seeing My father said I should pray. My spiritual father, you have given me, said I should pray. I was with Prophet Kaka, we were praying and fasted. No, when the prophet Kaka and number one pay no country. Three days, no food. But somehow, it was not like I, did, I wanted to do ministry. But now that I want to do ministry, and I'm fasting and praying, what next God? Then the Lord said, listen. And I was listening. In the dream, then all of a sudden, a hand came from heaven. A finger came from heaven and wrote S and went on, smith, wiggle sweat. I never knew of any man of God. I don't hear of Benihin. I don't no know of all this, this. I know there's some men of God, but I don't know them. Smith Wigglesworth. Who is this man? <laughs> then in the dream, I heard the voice of God. You are a copy of Smith Wigglesworth. And his anointing is resting upon you. So be there and follow Bishop Dag. I woke up from the dream. I was sweating all over my body. was wet. Then I said, where from this? Then I remember that the book of Daniel chapter 5 the finger of God wrote on the wall. And told the king that your kingship has ended. But this one day it was my ministry has started. My ministry has started. I said, wow. I was thanking God. And as I was thanking God, I started going back there faithfully to pray. To pray. Then the week. Another week to come. I was afraid even to call on a Sunday meeting again. So the second week of the second week of the second Sunday of February 2009. On the Friday, I did an all night in the classroom. Where we were supposed to meet. I was alone there. 
Praying. Praying. The place was dark. I said the school field was dark. And there were some three trees there. When I went to sleep, five o'clock, then I had a dream. I saw a very big snake on the tree. What is this snake doing there? So I was wondering this snake, what is it doing here? It's very huge. How can I kill it? All of a sudden, the heaven opened. An angel came down with a sword. Came to stand in front of me. He said, Look, your problem is this snake. So we are going to execute it. Then he flew into the tree and cut the snake into pieces. And all the sick snake fell down in pieces. Then he reported back to me. And he said, The assignment is done. Your church has started. Then he went. I said, when I woke up from the dream, I said, hey, what is this? So there's a snake here that is driving away all the people who come here. All the invitation that I have done. When the anointing comes, God will reveal to you the problem of your church. God will reveal to you the problem of your church. Receive that anointing in Jesus' name. I said, oh. So right now, I can go out. That Sunday, we're 19. Children, 10. I said, wow. The joy has started. Within a short time, within six months, the church was growing. The church was growing. We grew to about 120. I said, what? How can the church grow so fast like this? Your anointing is coming. Your anointing is coming. It is here today. Your church will grow steadily. You will see increase after increase every Sunday. They will come in and they will not go back. They will come in and they will be with you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the anointing. So I saw that. I didn't know who I was. So when I searched for the name Smith Wigglesworth, my wife has started a Christian library. So she had a lot of books that she was giving out for free. You go and learn. You go and read. And you bring it back. She had a library. I never bothered about it. She was a very good Christian. So I said, ah, this dream, this name. Then he said, ah, maybe go and look in the books. Maybe you find this name there. So that night when I woke up from the dream, around 2.15 a.m., I went to where the books are. Poured all the books out of the boxes. As soon as I poured it out, and I saw the book, the same writing that I saw in the dream, in italics, Smith, Wigglesworth, ever increasing faith. I picked the book. I said, this book, I will chew it. 
started reading the book. I started enjoying the book. From there, I saw that I was enjoying ministry. I saw that I could now do the work of God. It wasn't easy doing the work of God. As the disciples, they all backed off to go and work. But when the anointing came, they were available to do the work of God. May the anointing rest upon you today to do the work of God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't say you are not called or you are called. Everybody is called. When I was born, I didn't know that I was called. Go and ask those that they know that they were called. Jeremiah said that before I was conceived in my father's belly, he said that I was called already in my belly. I knew that I was a prophet. But Amos will tell you that I was a fool and a man. I didn't know that I was as a prophet. But Amos and I was called. Hallelujah. Amen. Elijah was also plowed and he was called by Elijah. So don't be worried. As you have availed yourself in the house of God, you are called. Anyone who has accepted Jesus Christ as his personal savior and the, the spirit of God has come to live upon you and in you, you are called. That's why you believe in Jesus Christ. Anyone who believes in Jesus Christ, I believe is called. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here with me? Number four. You must be anointed because great prophets like Elisha ask for the anointing. When given the opportunity to ask for what they wanted. Second case chapter 2 verse 9. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, ask what I should do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of this, thy spirit be upon me. And to Abusan is can the minimum and sanam of him chancon or catching say, my most simple new embramiso. You can ask for the anointing. Obet me Abusan was sano. As I was asking for the anointing, a brand new such a quino. A spirit of Smith Wogiswet came upon me. Smith, a woman be a banish. God had to reveal the identity that this is the man. He said that your father is father. Your father is Bishop Duckyward Mills. Bishop Mills? But your kind. is Smith Wigglesworth. Smith. So when you see the things that I do and how I behave, if you have read Smith Wigglesworth's story, you know the story that is exactly like my pattern. In the story of Smith Wigglesworth. He was a plumber. And he also specialized to be a specialized plumber. And when he was in the, in the plumbing business, it was the wife who was spiritual. And it was the wife that led him to Christ and, and led him to the church where he went to experience the Pentecostal uh, uh, revival. Where Smith Wigglesworth also received that anointing. And Smith Wigglesworth in particular, he couldn't read and write. But the wife taught him how to read and write. So the only book that Smith Wigglesworth has ever read on this earth 
is the New Testament, the Bible. Any New Testament. And he said that anytime he leaves the house and he, he, he goes out without he goes out without the Bible. It's as if he has gone out without wearing a pants. He says that if you can go out naked, then you are not anointed. He says you must walk with your Bible. These days our Bibles are on our phones. So most of us are walking with the word of God. But this is Elijah. He asked for the double portion of anointing. You can ask for the anointing of our father, Bishop Dak. I don't know the kind of ministry you are looking at. You can ask for the ministry for healing. You can ask for the anointing that is coming on, on any other man that you can see that you admire. But how do you ask? Unless you fellowship with the person. Unless you, you read the person's book. You listen to his tapes, his messages. You have to soak in his messages, his tapes. And the sort of fellowship you are receiving is what will bring the anointing upon you. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here with me? So if you are there, you want the anointing and you are not reading any book. You are not listening to any message. I don't know what kind of person you want to be like. Your ministry, how do you want it to be like? Hello? I. Elijah asked and he received it. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here with me? He could have asked for many other things. He could have asked for Elijah's good name. Elijah's money. Elijah's properties. Elijah's car. Or even Elijah's wife. <laughs> Forgive. People can ask for things. Eh? But after years of working with Elijah, Elijah knew where the secret of his ministry lay. He knew that it was all about the anointing. So he asked for a double portion of it. Why do you seek something else when great prophets seek the anointing? The Bible says that there were 400 Prophets who were on the mountains who didn't want to follow Elijah. In ministry, there are some things that can happen to you, and you can be like any of the pastors, you can be any of the shepherds, you can be any ordinary Christian. You will follow the masses and the crowd. A lot of people heard about this conference. But they know that, oh, I can go to, to this one, or I can be here, or this one is not anything. This one, they take it in a certain way. So you will not find them here. But you that you are here, you desire the anointing. You will receive it in Jesus' name. Today, I prophesy over you that that anointing 
is coming upon you to build your church amen to grow your church amen in the name of jesus amen i see angels all over the room in the name, name of jesus amen angels are all over the room when you get the anointing you will not struggle in ministry people will just flock around you people will just move around you they will just gather around you but when you close your church everybody is gone Hey, hey, what's happening? They must not leave you. They must be with you till the pastor, you are gone. Hey, hey, hello. I there's another area that I have to share with you here before my time. Comes. So let me jump this place now. Point number five you must be anointed because King Saul was not transformed into another man until he was anointed. In 1 Samuel chapter 10 verse 1 Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head. You see, when the anointing comes upon you, you are changing to another man. Saul was an ordinary man. He was going to look for his missing donkeys. Or his missing ass or donkeys. But one of them told him that look, Charlie, it's not by might. It's not by power. This thing we are looking for. We can go everywhere. Look, we have been searching everywhere. We can't find it. All. But there's a seer up the mountain. There. Let us go to him. And let us go inquire of him. This man. He can tell us something. Let's take a gift. And let's go and honor him. They went with a gift and a seed in their hand. And as soon as they were going there, the, the mind of taking a seed to the man of God, God prepares you before you arrive there. The heart that you had is knitted with the anointing that you are going to meet. So as you conceive a gift in your heart for the man of God, people take those things very trivial. And as soon as they arrive there, they say, lo and behold, don't worry, your donkey is found. God already needs you. That's why you have come here. See, God needs you. That's why you have come here. I said, God needs you. That's why you have come here. So you are living here prophesying like one of the prophets in the name of Jesus. I feel that somebody is about to prophesy in the name of Jesus. You think that you have just come to an ordinary meeting, but God has arranged it. Today. He has arranged it in this season that you are coming here. Saul did not know that he was going to be anointed. He just made himself available and when that is going to check on his donkeys, he said, oh, forget about it. They are found. They are found. But that's not the reason why you came here. I want to tell somebody that your reason for coming here is the anointed that must rest upon you. You can have faith to move mountains, you can have faith to do so many things. You'll be using your hard work. You'll be using your energy. You'll be wasting time. But I tell you, the anointing is going to make you explode in your ministry. Receive it now in Jesus' name. Receive it now in Jesus' name. The anointing is falling upon you now for your ministry. The anointing. Hello. Hi. Are you here? 
something is happening. BBAC. You know, what happens is very dangerous. Verse six. Uh, this is where I want to, this is where the Lord ministered to me when I was coming to share with you on this. Now, it says that, then, verse 6. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man. Now, when you are turned into another man and now you are available and God is using you this is where you must be careful not to disobey God's words not to go and follow some other people in ministry from the point of your contracting or from the point or the very area where you receive your anointing if you are not careful to position yourself there and continue in that anointing and grace and you decide to shift yourself for other things and other men of God that you want to soak in this person, you want to soak in this person, you want to be like this person. How can one man, you want to choose about six people you want to be like? Hey. Hey. Now, the word of God, when it comes to you now, you become disobedient. And when you are disobedient, you have become proud. Because now your church is growing. So when you have to pray for three hours in a day, you will not pray again. Because when you go to church, whether you pray or you don't pray, people have come. Hey! Arrogance and pride is setting in. This is what happened to Saul. When he was there, his anointing, he took things for granted. Hey! Hey! A true anointing on you, you will never change your behavior. You will not change your character. Your behavior towards the things of God. You will take it serious. You will not take it as something trivial. When there is meetings, when your senior pastor is calling you, when you are being told to do something, the obedience, how you go about it, when the, the instruction has been given to you, when you turn away, your heart, what you conceive in it, and you intend to do. Oh, let them talk. That's what they say we should do this. Okay, I'm going to do it. But you go and do it in your own way. This is, Saul did things in his own way. When God had told him that anytime that you are going for war, call the man of God, call someone the prophet to come and sacrifice. He said, but now I can also prophesy. My ministry is also doing well. When your senior pastor is calling you, or you have to wait for your senior pastor for some meeting, you, you have the audacity to give excuses. Hey! Hey! I was happy when Sister Joe was telling us about seven dollars. You do everything as a servant when you are instructed. People will do it when they have their free time. That's when they will do it for you. Pride has set in. You see, that is why the God changed that anointing 
changed the kingship from Saul to King David. When you are proud, your ministry will be where you are. You become a caretaker for your church. Like Eli waiting for another person to take over. Eli was just a figurehead in the church. Oh. Eli. Eli. He was there. God had to raise Samuel. To come and take over. So sometimes you can be somewhere. Your church is not growing. You have become stagnant. Check your heart. Check your character. Check your behavior. Are you arrogant? Are you disrespectful? The anointing. Are you abusing it? The anointing on Saul, he abused it. So now. God brings another person into the scene. The one who understood anointing. That God called him that he's a man after my own heart. Watch this. Point number six. You must be anointed because King David, the anointed psalmist, the writer of scripture, ascribed all his blessings to the holy anointed. David attributed almost every aspect of his life to the anointing. Highly spiritual people recognize the powerful effects of the anointing on different areas of their lives. In the 1889th Psalm, we find King David singing one of the most beautiful songs of all. In it, it describes the powerful effects of the anointing on his life. Psalm 89. Put Psalm 89 first. He spoke of help, strength, and establishment, exhortation, and authority as things derived from the anointing. You want the anointing? Psalm 89. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. When David was anointed, after the oil upon him, that was when immediately evil spirits started, started, evil spirits started tormenting Saul. And they were looking for somebody to play there. And they got David. He was anointed before he went to the king's palace. And when he arrived there, when he started playing, he started learning how to be a king. Saul will command, hey, bring this man. Go here. Arrest this man. Let us hand it this way. This dispute. Assemble them here. As he was playing, he was learning how to be a king. God will send you as an apprentice. When you are under a minister that you are learning from, you don't point your hand at him. That's why David understood that. Touch not my anointing. Touch not my anointing. He said that after all, if God removed you and made me the king, it is not yet my time. The same God who put you in authority. And if he has put me in authority, I will wait for my time. When, when our prophet Phoebe was preaching yesterday, he said that those that follow, when you are following, 
so that you must add patience to it when you have faith. So David knew how to patiently wait for his time. It is character. Your behavior. If you have said that now, but I'm anointed. Oh, let me kill him and finish him and let me take over the place. Let me lead the people. But the timing could have been wrong. If he had killed him himself, not waiting for some extra years to come, he could, have, he could not have been a good king. So God's timing is what you need. You need patience. Hello? Hi. Proverbs 23, verse 1. This whole psalm, when you read it, it talks about the anointing. Proverbs 27, verse 1. Proverbs 27, Post not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth a lot of us we are proud we boast the small work you are doing for god you are too proud you are not humble we can't speak to you anymore we can't have meetings with you anymore we can't ask you to do anything anymore. Now it's like you have bought a car. But those days you were not having a car. But now you have a car. So you don't do visitation anymore. You go back to the people anymore. Oh, now at first I was struggling. My check account was small. But now I have enough money to pay myself. So, uh, who is that? He says what? He's sick. He's in the hospital. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, you, you, you go and visit them. The duty that you were doing that built your church, you have stopped doing it. You have become proud. Why, Jay? Hey. Hey. David was not like that. David did not David had a character. Now was Subi. The people loved him. He was visiting the people. Moving with the people. When was the last time that you, the pastor, you have gone amongst your people? Saul so did not go amongst his commanders and his soldiers. He was just instructed. When did you have fellowship with your people where you sat amongst them? Your church members are far away. You two are far away. It is difficult for them to find you. It's difficult for them to talk to you. Hey! But David, the anointing, he just moved among the soldiers. What are they saying? He could mingle with the sheep. Look, sometimes when you knew when you started your church, you were mingling with the sheep. Okay, but so now so when so you started buying your car, sitting in an air-conditioned car, you have stopped mingling with the sheep. You are proud. Your character, your behavior, how you behave when God blesses you. Certainly, God will bless you. God will reward you. But know and remember that the anointing is for a purpose to lead these people to be a true leader of his people it's not the leaders it's a leaders, leaders and loyalty conference yes so why is it that the anointing you are not leading you are not using it to lead your people 
verse 2. He says, Let another man praise thee, Ma not thy ye, own mouth, a stranger, and not thy own lips. You are you are ye, ne, you are proud. Let people talk about you and say, Oh, this pastor is like this. This Ma, pastor is good. He will attend to you. When you want to see him, he will make himself available for you. Uh, oh, this pastor, when you go and tell him your need, he will even come to you at the hospital. He will do this. Let them know you. Let lips speak about you. God says, Take care of his sheep, feed them. When you got small money and bought a car, now you have bought a, built your house. Now you are moving around. You are going for conferences and seminars, traveling around small, so small, 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 small places that God is lifting you up. Now you don't care about your ship. Hey! Verse three. A stone is heavy, and the stand weighty, but a fool's rat. It's heavier than them both. I'm reading this scripture to you because I'm coming to a point. I'm revealing to you David's character and his behavior. At a point that Saul wanted to kill him. You would think that he, David was a fool. Why would you say David was a you are there in, the, in, in a whole king. He takes a javelin and throws it at you. Because of the anointing. The Lord whispered, the Holy Spirit whispered to David. He said the javelin is coming. Tilt yourself 60 degrees. And the spear goes back. If it were you, the, the spear would have gotten you. If you are not anointed, the spear will get you. That is the devil's weapon. When the devil shoots his arrows at night against you, he will get you. Let me tell you, one day I was traveling from, we went for a wedding at Enche. Uh, we went for a wedding. One of my church daughters was married, so we went to Enche for the wedding. So in the car, when we're coming, then I started noticing something. I had, not, I had never noticed any of those signboards again. Then I started noticing signboards with scorpion with some different different things on the signboard. I said, ah, oh, since when did our country Ghana change mercy. people with powers and things, signboards upon signboard? And I remember I said, hey, these people are sure. So people see scorpion and things and they are not afraid and they go there for these powers. I was sharing it. I was sharing it in the car with the people that I was with. When I arrived in the night, when I slept, the scorpion that I saw there was entering my window trying to come into the room. And the Holy Spirit, the angel of the Lord came to me in the dream. He said, look, when you spoke, they okay, no. those things. They saw it. They okay, picked it up. No. They are the ones coming. Look at no. them. So I said, hey, no. I saw them coming. I said that the scorpion, the, all the things you saw. You no. saw no. They are, no. They are, no. Rise up. Sorry. And do this and do that. No. Then he instructed me. No. So I woke up from the door. I said, no. Sorry for that. Some dissidents are entering my room. No. Demons are around. No. 
Then I went. And the direction that God gave me, I took it. I prayed. And and I anoint all the windows. And I anoint all the house. He said, say this and say that. And he gave me a word. I used that word. And I put it there. I poured oil in the compound. I threw them all away back to their places. And I said, let the fire of God fall into their hands. That when the anointed one passes, they can pick you up. They can sense and come and attack you. May their camp be destroyed. May the fire that Elijah called from heaven to destroy the false prophets, let that fire fall into their camp now. I slept in peace in Jesus' name. May you sleep in peace in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So, when you speak and you talk, and the sound kasa, they hear. Omoti. Verse four. Chichemunai. Quickly. Verse four. Chichemunai. I want to come to a point. Verse four. Wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous. But who is able to stand before envy? The anointed one can stand before envy. David was standing before envy. They wanted to kill him. He ran away. He said he will not touch Saul. They went after him to kill him. He caught him several times to kill him. Cut off his clothes, took his sword. All these things, he never touched him. They're anointed. Don't speak against your head. Don't speak against the pastor who has led you. Don't form groups and speak about him. Do you know the one that is speaking about him? He said, when you speak, the walls have ears. The birds of the air will send the message. Through revelations and dreams. Sometimes I've had dreams that the Lord has taken me into meetings. And my name is mentioned there. And I listen to the conversation. And the only thing that I say in the day that Lord have mercy on them. They, are, they don't know what they are doing. I've seen it several times. Different, different meetings. Levels of meetings. That my name is mentioned. Sometimes I enter a place that I don't know the place. I've never been before. But after some years, by the time I go there, I say, oh, this was the place I came. So this was the place that the meeting was held. Oh, I see. Now I know. Next verse. So be careful. When anointed people are walking, walking around to say something against them, be careful. Be careful. Open rebuke is better than secret love. When people are corrected openly, they rather hate you. Look, you are not doing something right. We have called you that. Look, the way you are behaving is not correct. You are not faithful in certain things. You are not correct. Now, when you leave, rather you are angry. You say you are a pastor, you are anointed. Anointed people don't behave like that. Anointed people humbly receive corrections. Hey. Hey. When your senior pastor is talking to you, you, you are so arrogant to just listen and say, have you finished? Hey! Hey! 
And sometimes when you don't want to wait at a meeting, you go and ask them, please, is there anything you want me to do for you again? Then if, if there's nothing for me to do again, can I, can I who, who told you that? Who is asking you to behave like that? Next verse, verse 6. Let me end on verse 6. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. But the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Mm. You can see the fellowship that David had with Jonathan. Sincere love. Good bonding. That I belong to you, we are together. To the point that when the father wanted to kill David, he, he, he alarmed David for him to escape. Yes. Mm. This is the sort of bonding. We need the sort of love. He didn't say, Oh, he's my father. But as my father wants to kill this anointed one, so be it. No. No, he said that this man is anointed. If God has anointed him, and my father is no more the king, he accepted to the time that my father is no more. But if it were to be you, hey, you will fight for your family. You will fight for your father. Your father is wrong. God has spoken. Whose word are you listening? Is it the voice of God? Or the voice of who? Why are you confused? The person can be somebody close to you. But has a polluted mind for you. Advising you wrongly. And you are no more listening to the voice of God. You have become proud. You don't read your Bible. You don't do your quiet time. You don't pray one hour. You don't pray two hours. You don't pray three hours. Because now you have a car, you can go and come. Because now you are married, you have children. Because now ministry is going. Hey! Hey! Your time is coming. You become somebody low. You be brought low. Like Saul. Saul was brought low that he started moving himself a king. Moving himself, chasing David in the forest. In the wilderness. Why so low? I didn't know about from sir. Look, when the anointing is not on you, you behave stupidly. <laughs> foolishly. Deuteronomy 33, verse 27. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 33. 27. The eternal God is thy refuge. And underneath are the everlasting arms. And he shall trust out the enemy from before thee. And shall say, destroy them. God, God is patient to destroy your enemies. He gives them ample time for them to change and repent. The way something was going on and on. And the brand is so good. I lie in that look. Now, if you are no more the king, you repent. So that you can come to me in heaven. So he gave him all the opportunities for Saul to repent and he didn't. You can be a leader and you can be deceived that you are still anointed and you will hate those that you have brought up and raised as hands. Because 
Be careful when they understand the anointing. Things will turn against you. And he says that the next verse, verse yeah, 20, he says that Israel then shall dwell in safety alone. And the mountain of Jacob shall be upon a land of corn and wine. Also his heavens shall drop down dew. Look, when you are anointed, you will not beg for bread. God will rain all the provision for you. Anything that you need, it is coming. You find yourself dry bereft of certain things. But I prophesy to you that the Lord God is sending a wind. He's sending you a wind that will bring you all your needs in the name of Jesus. You will not do the ministry in dryness. It is because of a rightful heart. When you are anointed and you have the right heart to serve well, dew will come on you. Provision will come on you. You will never lack. May you never lack in ministry in Jesus' name. May the Lord provide for you in the name of Jesus. Because you now understand the anointing. 29. Happy are thou, O Israel, who is like unto thee. O people saved by the Lord, the shield of thy help. And who is the sword of thy excellency? Who is the sword of thy excellency? And thy enemies shall be found liars unto thee. And thou shalt thou shall tread upon their high places. God will exalt you. What character do you have? Let me show you one of the secrets about David. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 5. And this amazes me that God stressed on that in several places reminding us of a particular behavior that when you have to behave yourself if you are an anointed servant of God this one I live with you. Sometimes there are some things that doesn't go well. There are some challenges and difficult issues that you don't understand. But the father who has more experience understands and wants to do some changes or want to do some transfers or want to do amendments or do something that will save you or bring you into a good position for a good ministry. So he, he wishes you well and your pastor is about to do something. And something is about to take place in your life. But God says you are anointed for a particular task. No, so choice. you are not sure. The way things are going. Is that the way? I'm confused. Don't be confused. Have the anointing of David. He said that, and David went out with soever Saul sent him. Hey, this man wants to kill you. When and when he sends you to, you are going. And so small and I will call. Hey, hey. You know this man to hate you. When he the power town. This is the secret. When and behave himself and behave himself. Underline it and behave himself wisely. 
David behaved himself wisely. David over the men of war. And he was accepted in the sight of the people. And also in the sight of Saul's servants. Hey. Jump to 14, verse 14. Listen. Your behavior. Two. Small anointing that is on him. You have started challenging your, your, your senior pastor. You have started challenging your shepherd. Don't think that you have a better way of doing things than the instruction given to you. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways. Hey! Hey! By you today, you behave well. The next minute, mm. am I talking to somebody here? If you say you are anointed, throughout the anointing that is resting upon you, don't diminish the anointing, behave wisely. Obey instructions. Do what is expected of you. It doesn't matter. Carry out the instructions. Yes. Follow through. Be around. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways. And the Lord was with him. And he says, Wherefore, when Saul saw that he was he, he, he behaved himself very wisely. <laughs> he was afraid of him. So, this is the secret. Oh, you can do it better unto the oh, Lord. Some year. You can do it better unto the Lord. <laughs> you see this man? He hates you. He wants to kill you. He wants to sack you. He wants to do this. He wants to do that. Look, it's not every time the case. When you are in ministry, your father said, this is a peculiar case that we are learning an example from. So, don't use it for your senior pastor. <laughs> but rather, behave wisely. Follow the instructions and obey every command. As a faithful servant. You, you are not a king or you are not the senior pastor and God has anointed you to become the pastor. So this context doesn't work for you. But I'm showing you that when the anointing is resting upon you, how to serve and how to react to certain things that you don't understand is for you to behave wisely. Even when somebody hates you and you behave wisely, the person will become afraid of you. If you are anointed. 
But you can answer back. Now one can work. You saw all the loyalty that our father Bishop Patrick was making. Okay, so we went through all the stages. What the first stages in your mouth. Hey, hey. Don't let this loyalty set in. And then you hear it again in verse 23. Verse 23. Jump to verse 23. Verse 23. And Saul's servants spake those words in the years of David. And David said, Cemented to you, enlightened to be a king's son in law. You don't know. Because I've married the daughter. Do you think it's a small thing? Look, you see, in the Bible, you always read about where Rebecca. Uh, Jacob was swept with two wives. The first wife, uh, Leah and Rachel. You only hear about that. In David's case too, King Saul promised him the first daughter, Merab. Marib. And then, he, 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 in the long run, Saul <laughs> swept him, didn't give him, and then he gave him Micah. <laughs> David was swept. David, you promised me the first one. Now you didn't give me the first one. You gave me the second one. David said, No problem. And David said, Have you? I accept. You don't know that David was giving the second one. Saul to swept David. Hey! Hey! And Saul said, to, no, I, is it, is it the, the daughter? Okay, so, and Saul said to David, behold, my elder daughter, Mirab, her will I give thee to wife. <laughs> Only be thou vigilant for me and fight the lost battle. For Saul said, let not my hand be upon him, but let the hand of the Philistine be upon him. When he was sending him and giving the daughter, he wanted the Philistine people to kill David. And then when he had won the battle, and when he came victorious, now he said, no, 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 no. <laughs> I would rather give you my second daughter. You don't deserve this one. He did it to David. So, first of much after 18, verse 30 again. I show you the last one. So please, your character, your behavior, when the anointing is upon you, will you behave like David and behave wisely? Therefore, no, verse 30. Verse 30. Verse 30. Therefore, Saul removed him from him. Oh, verse 30. Then the princess of the Philistine went forth and it came to pass after they went forth that David behaved himself more wisely than all the servants of Saul so that his name was set was much set by David think you understand you see David wanted to be killed not David plots his servants all know that no, 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 our no, king no. wants to kill David. But David was fellowshipping with the people. He, he spoke to the servants. He moved with them freely. The anointing 
I was untouchable. Now, untimfanse And the last one is a point six, yes, point seven, point seven. The anointing is essential because Moses refused to continue the ministry without it. If even Moses would not take one step without the anointing. How come you have the confidence to carry on in ministry without it? So this is the book of Exodus. Moses refused to carry on his ministry if God removed his power and anointing. When Moses referred to the presence he was referring to the anointing and the power of God. Exodus 33, verse 15. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight. Is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also. That thou hast spoken. For thou hast found grace in my sight. And I know thee by name. May God know you by name. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And will be gracious to whom. I will be gracious. And will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. If I can be permitted to do one thing, the presence of God is here strongly. And I see the angel doing something. I want you to stand to your feet and speak to the Lord that the anointing will rest upon you. There are two things that is happening now. Two things that is happening now. Pray in tongues now in the name of Jesus. Pray in tongues now in the name of Jesus. Pray in tongues now in the name of Jesus. I see the flash of just one minute going. One minute going. And the clothing tongues of fire is coming on somebody. Some anointing is coming on somebody. Yesterday some of you were anointed. Rabba 
Rando. Take your right hand. This is for the anointing. And put it on top of your head. Now it is happening. 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 Lekere bosanda rabando robonde kiyanda rababa mando robose katori mandere piyata labanda kaposi katori mandere piyanda Now I count twelve, and as I end the twelve, somebody is receiving the altar of an anointing. Rababa sondo kapayende, receive it now in the name of Jesus. As I see the angel ministering now in the name of Jesus, at the count of twelve. Some anointing is falling on somebody. Something is happening to somebody now. Your ministry is changing. Mando, 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 mando. Yekerebo sandoro katili masandaraba. One kapasende. Two marimakma. Three makashanda. Four mayemunda. Five masigurubu sikataramande. Six maramake yamanda. Seven bobo sikipinibu sanda. Eight arabaye. Marama sondoro bokayanda nine masondori biyakatari mosondoro bo yebele boko bokare mosenderebe ten maraba 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 yes Lord is happening eleven marabo boko bosigata it is happening oh rebokatori ba I see the fire is happening is happening is happening yebele 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 it is hitting somebody now 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 twelve namando receive Receive it, 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 oh God, angels of God, thank you for moving, 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 it is happening, 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 Rebobo, Rebocatarabas, Santa Ramando, Yekerebo Santa Rabababababa, Yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord. I see God providing somebody with a new room, a new hall. I see checks being written. Somebody is about to bring you money to support your ministry. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. I see a blank check that somebody is writing a figure. You are receiving something, some support now. Some finances that you need that will lift your ministry up. You need a push. That money is coming. The angel that brings money is bringing it to you. Your ministry has started in the name of Jesus. Somebody here is moving to school now. I see somebody going to the school. Yes, now, 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 now. The power is here. Now, 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 now. The Lord is speaking to you. You are confused now. But now the Lord is saying, you must go to the school. The Lord says that go to the school. Somebody must go to that school. The Bible school is there for you. God is saying, you need to just go. My presence is with you. My presence is with you. You need to go to school. Don't debate anymore. Mari bakatori masandaraba. Kere bere 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 bere. Raba baba 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 baba. The anointing is happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Oh, kaba sore monde kayanda. 
somebody has an issue right now i speak to you your marriage is not working somebody is saying my wife is destroying my ministry i see the hand of god removing that enemy out of your marriage now 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 out go I see it is gone now 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 your situation has changed now your duty is to love that person Rabba, mama, love your wife, love your wife, love your wife. Your ministry is changing. Oh God, my sorry man, no robokaya. Rabba, baba, baba, laman dereke ya derebo sen derebo katalama. Oh, it is happening. It's 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 happening. Oh, robokotorima. Yeah, ma satarabba kata. I hear the Lord. He says that look, many of my servants are not doing well. And I asked the Lord, what is it that they are not doing well? He said that bitterness is worrying them. Right now, remove your heart. Remove your heart from bitterness now. I see an angel helping you now to blot out that bitterness. It's a devil. Right now, come out. Go. Come out. Go. Come out. Go. Every bitterness is removed now. It's removed now. It's removed now. It's removed now. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I see Mokari Masanta Ramakodima Maya Masokorobo Shikaterima Ramakorobo Sikatorima Sandarababa. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hey, somebody here, the Lord is telling me now. He said, Your ministry is not doing well because you have a problem with your father, your parents. Your father, parents, and your loss. Yes, Oh, God, Father. At the count of three, that poison is living. That poison is living. One, go, you demon, come out. Two, go now. Jesus. Now go three. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You are free. You are free. Oh God. Jesus. Somebody is going to feel a laughter. That is a sign. That is the sign. That your ministry is starting with joy. You have joy doing ministry now. I count five. And you receive that joy for ministry. The steam and the zeal for ministry was gone. But God said that I am bringing it back. It is coming back now. One, take it. Two, take it. Three, take it. Four, now. Five, receive it in the name of Jesus. Oh God. Something is happening to you. It's happening to you. It's happening to you. It's happening to you. Oh, Robo Sika Tori Masanda Somebody is being relocated. The Lord says that you are struggling with where you are. But somewhere close, there is a place for you. Go for that new place. I see something like a, a shrine. That is around that place. The Lord is saying, shift to the next one. And it has been a struggle for your church. But there's a boundary line. When you cross that line, the angel is going ahead of you now. He's prepared a place for you. The place has been prepared. You are to move there. But you don't want to go. Now, go. Move away from that place now. Move away from that place now. In the name of Jesus. 
the new place is going to build your ministry. There's a boundary line. You have crossed it. You have crossed it. Jesus. Father, I thank you. Now the last one. Put your hand on your belly. I see the injured Rafa is here. Some of you have problems in the body. The angel will minister to you. He is here. He is here. He is here. It has started already. That sickness cannot hide. Satan, I speak to you now. I bind your power over every disease. And I surround the borders of Ghana with the angels of God. No convict 19 crosses our bodies. Amen. Now, the angel, I take advantage of you, Lord, to stop our bodies. Now, heal, heal them now. Heal them now. Somebody's back pain is going. Somebody's head. Somebody's back. The leg. Is moving. They told you about some hospital report. What kind of report? Which of hospital? The report is changed now. It is changed now. It is changed now. It is for real. Your story has changed. You are no more sick of the problem. Go out now. Go out now. Leave in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh God. Yes, I see the last one now. Struggling to leave your body. Go. Go. I bind your power. Hold your peace. And leave that body now. Go. Where you were sent from. I send you back to them now. Go there. Go there. I've given you a place. You can't go to anybody else. Move now in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus. Receive your healing now in Jesus name. Amen. Father I thank you. For your healing power. Something is happening. BBAC. He's a healing Jesus. Somebody's problem is gone. Jesus. You will have your testimony. Jesus' name right now. Oh God. He's a healing Jesus. A healing Jesus. He's healing you in Jesus' name right now. He's a healing Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. A healing Jesus. He's healing in Jesus' name right now. Thank you, Jesus, for all the healings. Thank you for all the healings. Thank you for all the healings. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Clap for Jesus. Take your seat. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Amen. Because it's a conference. I know somebody is healed. Many people are healed. Anointing has come for ministry. And you are blessed. Bishop Hart, thank you for a very powerful word on the anointing. Minus the anointing is vain.